0: Welcome everybody, Yankee Chronicles podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Donald, Evan, and Rob. And that was the that was a terrible win yesterday. The offense was once again stumbling out of the gate. If it wasn't for uh, Higashioka, kind of for all three runs, who knows where that where that game could have gone once Cole came out of the game. Uh, Rob, what'd you think of the game yesterday?
1: Win's
2: a win, man. It wasn't pretty, okay. but I mean, I'll take it. It's
0: better than losing, right?
2: Yeah. You know, but I- there was some positives to take out of it. You know, Cole settled in after, <clears throat> excuse me, a kind of a shaky start. The bats, definitely there's some work to be done there. The, the offense has to get going consistently. However, the bullpen's been locked down. Yep. We did score. We scored more than they did. Is Was it pretty? No. Win to win, yes. I'd rather be five and
3: five than four and six.
0: Yeah. Evan, your thought? I thought we were five and
3: five.
0: Yeah, that's what you said.
3: Yeah, Ted. but I mean, like <laughs> the, the, the thing that bothers me about it is we we have to hit the home runs. It's like even even our backup catcher had to hit two home runs for us to win that game. And, and you you bring up you know inconsistency. That's the epitome of it. We have a guy who's not even going to play, and yet he was a hero last night. And we can't rely on the other people in the lineup who are, you know, supposed to be in that role. Um, So I'm concerned. I think there's a lot of red flags because we've had had 10 games, and literally two of them have been nice-looking games. We've had eight question-mark games that have been stressful.
2: I think the biggest thing is not hitting like with, with guys on base, the double plays. Like, you know, we're seeing DJ struggle with it. I'm not concerned, you know. But I think was it the Gio that had one last night as well, or Torres?
0: I, I think I, they said we fit hit into eleven double plays already this year. That's a yeah, big. That's good. a big thing.
2: Yeah, at that point, you want you'd rather the home run ball than you know getting the ball on the ground or a line drive or something. Obviously, you want the hit, you know. But too many double plays, certainly killing us. And that's really what it boils down to is just being consistent at the plate. Cause we know this offense when it gets going is going to be very good. It's just taking a little too long for our liking at the start of the season.
0: You know, the other thing is you're seeing that the ball is getting hit hard and you saw, I, I forget the, the exact at right? bat, uh Bichette just was on, was killing it on defense yesterday and we thought, you know, what looked like could have been a line drive down, you know, down the, the foul line. He just snagged it, you know, where it's like, how did he catch that? Almost like some of those plays we saved with O'Shella. You know, how did he make that play? Bichette played a very good third base yesterday and took a lot of hits away from us. So it's not like they're not making contact. They're just hitting, hitting into bad luck. You know, and you just hope that as, the, as they keep playing these games – those bad luck hits turn into actual – turn into production.
3: They don't yeah. trust Clint Frazier, and that's a big issue for me. Poor Clint. Clint Clint's getting screwed. He, 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 they yeah. need to just trade him. They need to trade him or send him down to the minors because they're not going to use him. It's clear as night and day that he's yeah. not going to be a future star on this team. They don't like him.
2: It's amazing. They gave him the opportunity to start the season and took him a few games to bench him instead of, instead of it being Aaron Hicks you know, to get taken out of the lineup earlier who was struggling. They took out Clint. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with Gardner being in there because he's having a good start to the yes. season, but if you're going to pull somebody, pull Hicks.
3: But it also builds a reputation for the Yankees now because they literally did the same thing to Herman. They announced him as the third starter. Two bad starts. He's now in the minors. He's going to be the fifth starter when he comes back up. Clint Frazier, eight bad games up. Can't let him play for two now. It's it's fucking April. You told him in the offseason that he was gonna be the starting left fielder for the entire season. So why are we 10 games in and that's not the case? We've already seen Brett Garner, who should probably only have 350 at best the entire season. We've already had him seen him have how many? Like 10, 15? Yeah. Yeah, he's
0: been been there a lot. Yeah, we we saw he he's been working his ass off. And, like, you know, to, to, to mimic what Evan said, you know, they're benching the wrong player. You, you got, you know, it's early in the season. Write, you, know, you have to write it out. Obviously, a lot of players are struggling. You can't bench everybody, but Clint should not be the one that's benched.
3: I'm done with Hicks. And, and did you see what he came out and, and did yesterday? And I understand there's a police shooting and everyone's upset about it. But guess what? There was a shooting. Two days ago, too, where an ex-NFL athlete, who I'm not going to mention his race because it doesn't fucking matter, murdered six people. And no one in the media wants to talk about it because of the agenda based on race. So I'm sorry. I think it's ridiculous that Hicks has the nerve to say, oh, I'm sitting out because of the police shooting. You're sitting out because you suck. That's why you're sitting out. And now you're trying to use it to fucking noble cause us. It's bullshit. I don't believe you. Yeah, I, I,
0: I thought, I thought that this, uh, the timing was a little suspect.
3: He yeah. was going to sit anyway. They told us a game ago that Boone was going to sit him. We knew. So why are these, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit because of this police shooting. Like, why do athletes do that shit? You should have sat three game days ago for this other shooting. There's been 100-plus shootings by civilians on civilians this year, and no one wants to talk about it. There's been less than 10 police shootings. In this year, less than ten.
0: And uh, like I said, it was just a very suspect move.
3: Yeah,
0: I know that you didn't hear a lot of other players. You, well, I know a lot of the, the games in the Minnesota, re- you know, uh, were all canceled and postponed, you know, for curfew reasons. I get it. You know, it is. You know, it's unfortunate that. Yeah, you know, we still. We can never learn from our mistakes.
3: You know, and no, it's a communication issue. Look, Donald and Rob, I don't want to call you out, but you guys aren't even saying much on this topic because it's a hard topic to talk about, and it's, it's one where you want to talk carefully and, and concise about what you say. It's very difficult to do this. That's why m- majority of people don't have this conversation because it's too fucking difficult. But that's the problem in itself: is that we need to bridge a gap. For all races, so that we can all feel comfortable in this country, living together, dealing with these issues at hand, because everyone is fucking shooting each other—police, civilians, everyone.
2: Yeah, it, it's been going on for so freaking long, I and mean, it's just everyone keeps asking, "When's it going to end? How's it going to end?" It's not. It's
3: not. know, it's not. Gonna you know?
2: It's not. It's, that's the sad part. It's not going to end. And I, I'd rather, uh, you know, I know it's a very important topic, but
0: um. I'd rather talk the, the, but the,
1: uh, when it <laughs> yeah, comes I to people, I mean, listen, I, I, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation
0: because of their profession that they get the spot. You know that uh, police will call, let, let, let Donald talk. talk. Donald was trying yeah. to say something.
1: Oh, sorry, Donald. Yeah, I've been trying to talk since the start of the podcast. that's <laughs> ignoring me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I've got very strongly held views about guns, uh, and. Uh, and also, of course, police brutality, it's a, it's a major issue. Um, but listen, this is a baseball podcast. And uh, um, I just, I, I feel for the people of Minnesota that they have, that this is happening with George Floyd and that guy that was, that was just pulled over and then suddenly I was shot. I was just disgraceful. So listen, I, I really feel for them, but let's move on. Um Let's well, talk the about reason him. I brought it up is because Hicks had a statement to make yeah. about it. That's no, a guy on no, I, I understand that, man. I understand that. I mean, uh, listen, if if you felt that he was extremely upset, then fair enough. But he should have been sitting anyway. And I just want to bring it back to the baseball point. He should have yeah. been sitting anyway because he's been sucking. So, um, right. So that was but, my point. Is he was going to? Y- yeah. No, I agree, man. I just want to talk baseball as well. So, what you're saying is right. Uh, it's not that it's just, you know, I'm just trying to talk baseball. So, anyway, we got uh the Glenn Frazier issue. I don't understand. He's he's a gold, he was nominated for a gold glove, but he was kind of taken out midway through the game. Is it for defensive purposes or is because it it's bad? It might have been a little of both, it's both, which is strange because he's he can play a perfectly fine left field. So, um, there's that. The, the weird thing about this Yankee team is so the last two games we've been bailed out by uh, un, unheralded bench players. So with Higashioka day, uh, yesterday and then before that, Odor. And in fact, Odor bailed us out yesterday as well because he broke up the no-hitter. <laughs> so um, it, it's a weird way to look at it. Should we be A, concerned that all our main guys basically suck right now, or should we be happy that it's a good sign that whoever we call upon no. to come in each day uh, provides something, provide a little bit of a spark? So it can be looked at both ways. There's no bad wins, but it was an ugly win. And I see some major red flags, and I'm extremely unimpressed with so many aspects of the way that we're playing right now, apart from our pitching. Our pitching yesterday was terrific. You know, Gary Colmo down 15 straight. And then um, the bullpen came in seven, eight, nine. Terrific, Chapman looked unbelievable. So there, there are the, the the pitching has been a major issue with the Yankees for a while. I'm I'm happy that um, we're seeing a lot of good things um, apart from Herman. Um, that uh, there there's a, but the bullpen's been terrific. So you know it, it kind of goes both ways. But um, yeah, that's my thoughts. No, The
3: the issue is that this team is micromanaged by a front office who doesn't trust anyone in it. It doesn't make any sense. They give up after two or three games. They're like fucking fans. It's ridiculous. They need to be stronger than this, and they need to stop micromanaging players like Clint Frazier, because they're going to ruin his career, and then he's going to go to a team like Pittsburgh or Kansas City and fucking kick ass, and we're going to look like jackasses.
1: Yeah.
0: We are... The upside to, to what Donald was saying with the bullpen, the 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 plus of, of our pitching staff to start this year is opposing teams don't want to face our pitching. You can see that the hitters are, you know, the opposing batters are becoming uncomfortable every time some, an, an arm comes up on the mound. That's a very positive thing that we've seen this year, mm-hmm. because even now. Um, you know, player as young as he is, you know, like Guerrero Jr. He's a very, he's a, he's a threatening bat. He's got, a he's a very good hitter. And he just doesn't, he doesn't look comfortable at the plate when the Yankees are pitching. And you're starting to see that a lot through the lineups. Uh, That last game against um, Tampa Bay, you could almost see that the, the desperation on the hitters. I have to, if I don't get through this pitcher, the Yankees can come back and win this game. And you're starting to see that it worked for the pitcher's benefit. Uh, and the bullpen continues to just shut things down. Call that out- yeah. rocky second inning. And what, what was it? 15 in a row he sat down. Mm-hmm. They couldn't figure out any, you know which is, makes Cole even better of a pit even a highlighted ace, because even when he doesn't have his stuff, look what he was able to do yesterday. You know, he was able to soldier through until he found his rhythm, and then it was like that.
1: Well, you guys saw the stat on, on, uh, on Yes la- last night uh, of, of the bullpen. This was prior to Chapman coming up, so it's actually improved since Chapman. Yeah. that But the you know the bullpen's got a 160 ERA, first in the American League, 59 strikeouts in 44 innings, and a batting average of 150 a game. Uh, I mean those numbers are are I mean, absolutely that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's yeah. it's absolutely such, those numbers I are so good.
0: No, I mean, if LeBron you have those numbers
1: in September, innings. you're the greatest team <laughs> to ever live. They've already yeah. pitched 44 innings, which is a lot uh, over just a short. Yeah so we've barely started the season, so that is something that we have to watch. We need to get more innings from our starters. Um, we, I mean, realistically, I only trust Cole to eat innings because we've got a lot of guys that have just come off long periods of injury, or we've got Herman who we just don't trust at all. You know, that's 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 something that that we're gonna miss from Tanaka because you know Tanaka last year ate in a lot of innings. Yeah, you know, um, so. We need to find ways of getting length from our starters, but our bullpen is, is our greatest strength right now.
0: Calls well, the one pitcher not coming from an injury. So I can see them not wanting to push the other the other arms in rotation too early in the season. Mm-hmm. I think as the weather gets warmer across the country and, and as as they play, you're gonna see them getting that extra inning or two. Um, and take some of the pressure off of the bullpen as they, you know, as their inning counts go up.
1: I'm not but sure though. I think because ben he's never, himself out towards the end of the month. I'm not sure though because Ben has never trusted his veteran starters very much. He all he's got happy feet. Oh, well, Boone's an idiot. We know he, that he's the manager. You he can, can all agree that he's got a happy feet when it comes to taking out his starters as soon as he possibly can. As soon as he gets a little nervous, as soon as we get past the fourth inning, he's like, "Shit," you know. And to prove our point in yesterday's episode, here it is: another game. Every time they show
0: Bone, he's—I I know he's got to watch the game, but take your foot off the step, walk around, talk to your players a little bit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's—he's—he—he
1: he doesn't seem to move. <laughs> I know, but what can he teach them? <laughs> i, like, I want to bring he it back move by himself he's a puppet I, remember
0: i thought he was a statue in the
2: you know <laughs> i'll bring it back to the bullpen real quick um yeah. it goes back to something that evan was talking about long ago about having variety guys that throw differently yeah oday throws a lot differently than wilson who throws a lot differently than chapman and we saw three different looking arms in at coming Son of a bitch! With these stupid spam calls, anyway, um, <laughs> it keeps happening every time. Anyway, what was I saying? The bullpen variety, right? Yeah, they all right. look different. <laughs> they all look different than the last one, and that's what throws the uh, opposing hitters off. And it's definitely a good sign. And we're still not at full strength yet. We're still having Britain coming back.
1: Yep, <laughs> we have other guys that
2: are going to come up during the season that look different. You know, Michael King's a much different pitcher than a Nick Nelson. And that's definitely a good thing to have. So something that Evan brought up a long time ago, they finally did it when they brought in O'Day and Wilson to replace Ottavino, And we're seeing the, uh, the result of it so far. And I hope it keeps I going. I think
3: it's a huge move. I, I really like that move. And I think one thing that uh, O'Day does well and has done well his whole career is not only does he have great control, he has great control of speed, meaning he can fluctuate that you know breaking ball Whatever the hell that pitch is, he can get it to go from 77 to about 85. Yeah. That's fucking hard to hit.
0: You know, and another, another uh, positive with, with O'Day is you saw there were, you know, when he first came in, it didn't seem to have, you know, he wasn't really locating well. He was, uh, you know, he had the, you know, the, what, the five, five uh, straight pitches out of the zone. And he just kind of took like a wall walk around the mound, slowed himself down, and then just shut the inning down. Yeah, you know, and Evan was Evan's been right for a long time that O'Day is a pitcher that would do very well on this team.
1: Yeah, I want to know from the start of the offseason. He was one of the my uh, my pickups because I love his submarine and you, and uh, pick up on uh, Robbie's so right about the variation. If you've got. A submariner who's throwing like like mid like high seventies with crazy movement, and then then you've got Chapman who's throwing hundred and one miles an hour, blowing the balls off you, and then he's he's hitting you with ninety mile an hour splitters, right? Blowing the hitters off, man. Well, because the sidearm, the thing about sidearm that's so crazy
3: is you're having two release points now because you're starting from low and going high, so the ball has to then drop more. So when it breaks out at your ankles, you've now witnessed it fall twice, and it's very hard to hit that.
1: Yeah, and you've only—it's all about tenth of a seconds. You've got split seconds as a as a batter to determine which where this pitch is going. Right. What and will the, the batter tell you? Is fumbling. the hardest
3: thing about hitting seeing yeah. the ball, seeing the ball when it leaves the hand. You like that's why pitchers, you know, cover their grips and stuff because they don't want you to see how they're throwing it which a lot of pitchers, you know, reveal, okay, this is going to be a curveball. O'Day doesn't do that because every pitch is coming off the side like that. And you can't tell if it's going to be the fastball or the curve or the slider or whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. From Toronto's standpoint, they had to face Garrett Cole, you know, probably the best pitcher in the American league. And then followed by that, you know, nasty stuff from, from O'Day from a different angle. And then Chapman who's blowing 101 mile an hour. I mean, I what yeah. chance that they got? That's that was the most impressive aspect about yes, that was just yeah. correct.
2: and Chapman sinker splitter whatever the hell that thing is it's he's got a good feel for it and he's using it when he has to he's not just you know throwing it okay here get a good look at it he's using it when he has to and it's mixing in with that 100 plus fastball and that good slider we know he has and yeah it's good to know he's got that he's looking
1: at it, he's better up. He's locating his pitches a lot better this year than he did last year. I've noticed, like, his fastballs, you know, you, the, yesterday he was, he was banging fastballs low in the zone, right right on the zone, you know, uh, right at the bottom of the zone. It was perfect location. Nobody could touch that. You yep. know what I mean? So,
3: it's great. Well, because that's the difference. If you can throw 100 miles an hour, but you're not hitting the spots that you're trying to hit. It doesn't really matter if you can hit those spots with the 96, it's still gonna get the same job done.
1: Yep. You, you did get think- lucky, but you left one slider. Uh, did you guys do you guys remember the point that point you left the slider right in the middle of the plate and the guy just missed it? We got a little lucky yeah, there. Yeah, got No the, the the pitches have had you know they've missed location
0: and gotten lucky. Mm. But sometimes being lucky is part of you know, yeah. Of that just comes with it you know sometimes you're going to be unlucky you know where you make the perfect pitch and the batter still finds a way to put it in play
1: yeah
0: so you know you you, you take the good with the bad and the bad with the good and you just roll with it you know yeah and that's you know the facts of life you know
2: <laughs> so <laughs> i do want to say <laughs> it was nice to see Odor get that hit because uh you know, Blue Jays dad is ripping him a lot on Twitter. So take that. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like. You know, Little I J-
3: actually like O'Dor a lot, and I heard him talk about that whole Batista thing. He freaking yeah. hates it because it labels him as a dirty player, even though Batista's a dirty fucking asshole too. Like, what? Yeah. Is, why does Batista get no shit for the nonsense shenanigans he's done throughout his career? He's con- he's he's a bigger dick than Odor. Odor just got. I sick never of it I never liked
0: Bautista. Uh, no, he's never like No, this uh, before the bat flipping shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, since yeah, though, it's kind of unfair on Odor that he's only known for a punch by the fact that he's had three thirty home run seasons, which yeah. is rare for a second baseman. You know what I mean? You don't oh. do that by accident. No, he's a good
3: player, and his energy right. level is fantastic. Dude works really hard. He's like the Joe Kim Noah of baseball because he knows he's only kind of average, so he works twice as hard to, you know, hit the 30 home runs. And it is, I, I'm glad he's I done.
1: think it's just a shame on the guy that that he's known for a, a stupid punch, you know, whereas he's, he has actually contributed something, you know. And It was a nice punch,
0: though.
1: I mean, that was really a clean fast. punch. It's <laughs> 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 a little unfair on the guy because he's he's earned a lot more than that. Yeah. But, but also, you know
3: he's he's older now and he really cares about being a good father. Like if you see the way he talks about his daughter, yes. he yes. doesn't want to be known as some fucking asshole who fucking punches people in the face. Like it's well, he's a role model for his daughter. Right. He doesn't want to be
1: that shit. No, exactly. You don't want to be remembered for shit ten years ago. You want to be remembered for the stuff that you're doing right now. And uh, and you know what, since he's coming to the Yankees, you know, <laughs> You know, he won the game in his first game, and yesterday he broke up a new header. <laughs> he saved our offense. He <laughs> was looking ugly for a while. You, was, you
3: can admit, though, he looks so less threatening without the beard now, though. Yeah, I know. Dude yeah, looks I know. about 13. I, I'm high like, I, <laughs> I school, this guy.
2: He really looks, it's amazing what a beard can do for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a child out there, but I'm glad we have him right now because so far, so good. And, uh, we got him for literally nothing. There was um, literally
3: no
1: news yeah, to the deal. Cashman uh, deserves a lot of credit for that move. He deserves a lot of credit for um, get, moving vino and bringing in uh, Wilson and O'Day. These are the kind yeah, of moves that aren't heralded. These are the moves that aren't heralded. No one talks about it in the media. No one will talk about it on ESPN. But these we are the did. kind of moves which move us on. This is why we're, you know... Five and five instead of a one (laughs) (laughs) day. Donald, do you have uh, awards to give out? Yeah, pretty simple. Um, MVP, Nagashioka, home run stroker. I mean, (laughs) thank God for him, man. Thank God. Uh, Pitcher, Cole, 15th straight, retired. His, his, His record's great 2 0, 147 ERA. So Cole is pitching as advertised. He's been terrific. Um, the Take the L Awards, basically the rest of the lineup. You've got no <laughs> hit Robbie Ray, man. For four innings. I mean, look at the numbers: zero hits for the first six batters, seven strikeouts, all for nineteen. Um, so that was. I mean, that's fucking. I don't even know. I don't even trust any of them coming up right now. It's, it concerns me. I think it concerns me about their approach.
3: Yeah, and Donald, sorry to cut you off, but the one thing that bothers me the most is it didn't start with Robbie Ray. It also happened with Rich Hill and Michael yeah. Wacha.
1: Those are Walker, these are terrible awful pitchers. Awful yes, that's what the that's my concern too. Yeah. We 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 are usually flat-track bullies. You know what I mean? As soon as we face shitty pitchers, we blow the balls off them. And yep. that's how we that's how we build up our stats and we usually always struggle against guys that have good stuff. But we are actually struggling against guys that suck. And Robbie Ray sucks. And Walker sucks. And a lot of the guys that we've been no-hit by suck. So These are guys
3: with career four ERAs yeah. who have been known to give up home runs, and we can't hit them, and they're striking us out seven-plus times. It's embarrassing.
1: No. It is. It's, it's unacceptable, man. It really is unacceptable. Yeah. So uh, – the Oh Baby Award goes to Chapman Splitter. 0-2 o- count after the 101-mile-an-hour fastball. He hits them with a 90-mile-an-hour splitter. That was just, that made me go, whoa, like that, just watching. It was the only thing I was actually, like, quite gen- semi-excited about watching that game. Yeah. That it was an unbelievable pitch. Beautiful p- pitch sequencing. Uh, so I was delighted with that. Um Also, I love that MLB worries about uh, how long it takes you know, for the you know for the length of game and stuff like that. Yet the MLB uh, umpires took ten minutes to look at the uh, the Aaron Judge foul call uh, as if it, like it was catcher interference. Under no one was protesting. It wasn't even close to be a catcher yeah, interference. No one asked for it. No one protested it, and it wasn't even close to catcher interference. <laughs> Yet they had to go and study that. Like so, yeah, catcher. but that was the thing. It was,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, even the the broadcasts on yes. They had no
1: clue what they were even looking at. So, like, the it's like, so ironic that they worry about, about length of time, but it's actually this kind of nonsense. Yeah, but let's just stop
0: the game because we – yeah.
1: Yeah, it's this kind of nonsense that actually is the thing that it's lengthens the The
0: want to be a part of the action.
1: Rather than this these nonsense fucking rules a bit, um you know, extra innings. So it's classic baseball. Um, and also, I want to give a shout-out to – Spencer for getting his, his uh, family photo there. Oh, yes, yes. That, that was,
0: cool. that big, was cool big shout see. out.
1: I love that for him, man. That's a really nice moment. So I think that was really cool. Yeah, that's right. I did see Spencer last night.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I <was> like, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, you know, that, that Leonardo
1: DiCaprio meme? He's like, like I know that guy. That's yeah. like, hey, that, that, Spencer. Cool. <laughs> that was really cool. That was a bright spot for us. So, He's a good was...
3: guy, but he has some really shitty hats, like the mustard yellow one. Like, come on. <laughs> you gotta be huh. cleaner with your hats. I get it. You spilled mustard on it and it looks all yellow now, but uh, a yellow Yankees hat? Are you kidding me?
0: Well, if you're going to be a collector, you gotta
3: collect them. Yeah, I'd collect 8,000 blue normal ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you doing your hat of the day. It's the same hat. with like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so all right. Well we talked about the upside of the pitching. I want to kind of go to the other side with the with the offense. And you're having the like I said, the opposite effect. You have pitchers wanting to face our lineup because they know that they're going to be able to eat. I disagree <laughs> with that statement
3: wholeheartedly. They want to face our lineup. Are you kidding me?
0: It's no one str- wants to face us.
3: No, dude, that's it's a not- dumb statement.
2: Hey. You, you, that, that's, that's, a bad, that's a bad take there, Tats, because when they – um, I, I see what you're saying right now, because right now we are – That's what
0: I'm saying. At this point, our lineup isn't intimidating any of these pitches. But all it takes is just that one professional
3: athlete. Do you think they get that intimidated? No, they're not Zach grinky where they have to pop pop a pill for anxiety issues on the mound. okay?
2: Speaking of which, that man threw a 51 mile an hour.
3: Oh,
0: that was crazy.
1: I don't like him.
0: He's annoying as hell. Yeah, I I think can
1: throw that slow.
0: (laughs) Another thing, did anybody see Bob Gardner's numbers? Yeah, they're great. They're really, really good.
2: Yeah. Take, Take that, L.I. Like, Yankee King.
3: King?
2: Oh, man, Imagine if we would have signed him.
3: Uh, I was right uh, again. I fucking told you idiots on Yankee Twitter that Bumgarner would be the biggest mistake fucking ever. And for four years, oh, my God, he's a World Series champion. He did it three times. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Like fucking seven or eight, you fucking idiots. He's been in the decline for literally the last four or five years. And the last two years have been so bad he should be in the minor leagues.
1: When pitchers decline, they decline fast. Yeah. You know, and it, it, if you lose, you know, that a lot of ticks on your fastball, you need to be a good, like, thinker on the mound in order to to change your approach. Like CC Sabathia. Like, yep. through his career, he was a power guy. Yep. And then – he managed to find adjustment very quickly to being well, a finesse pitcher. To add to your point real quick. See with Andy Pettit. It was the same for Andy yeah. Pettit. So anyway, what were you saying, Rob? The thing with uh,
2: CC is he tried to still pitch with power, even though he was losing it. And we saw him struggle really, really badly for like a year and a half. And it wasn't until maybe towards the end of 2014, 2015, around that area, that he started to pitch with that more finesse and use that cutter and that kind of extended yeah. his career. So he definitely learned, okay, like, hey, I can't be throwing 90 over the plate and expect to get people out. So he, had, he added movement. So he did make that adjustment. I think Bum Gardner is another pitch that's going to probably have to do that if he wants well, to.
3: Well, I think it's nice – as well that we're seeing Chapman, you know, bring in more, you know, splitters and stuff now yeah. too because eventually he's not going to be able to throw 101 anymore either. And if you can get him to pitch 92 with the splitter that's, you know, coming in at around 85 and breaking where it needs to, he's still going to be a very effective closer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's part- the thing about pitching. When, you, when you're when you no longer a power pitcher, you don't get that back. You don't suddenly, if you, if you know, if you had a massive decline in your power pitching, you don't suddenly get that power back. You need to find ways of getting guys out with movement, pitching movement, sliders, off-speed. Yep.
3: It's the same thing with power hitters, too, because you see the fall off when, not that their speed goes down with their bat, but the fact is, the matter is they can't see it as well. Their yeah. reaction time is that much slower as you get older, so, you know, a difference between half a second is pretty fucking huge in baseball.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Uh Rob, do we have any trivia
2: today? We do have some trivia. My co-host has been waiting patiently because he was on the bench last night watching his backup do some work. (laughs) Does not mean he's getting benched, so let's let's calm down. I keep seeing it already. One
1: game.
2: game. I love you, Higgy, but we're getting
0: tonight after
3: the trivia. We're benching Sanchez already, right? It's okay, Gary. Well, we want to bench everyone else, so might as well, right? i to trade <laughs> DJ now.
2: Because, <laughs> you know, he's got off to a bad ten games.
3: Poor anyway. DJ. Like, his numbers are elite, and they're going to cry the one time they're normal. <laughs> <laughs> These are normal. normal. For him. This is what normally happens in baseball. Yeah. Uh,
2: anyway, today's question is, what Yankee pitcher has the most wild pitches in a single season? And to give you guys a hint, it is within the last uh, 10 years so
3: aj burnett
2: wow
1: <laughs> that's it, <laughs> that was really my, it my man, my
0: Don't man.
2: dude
3: he's an easy he- guess anyway because he's the one guy who had eight walks in the no hitter it's just i anytime you ask me a question like that i'm gonna assume it's aj burnett <laughs> do you know what year it was though
2: I'm, I'm not gonna take away a point but can you guess the
3: year i want us to say either 09 or the the end of his contract right before was, he got traded
2: it was 2011 he had 25 he's actually third on the list as well okay. with uh, 17 and 09 and he's tied for fourth with
3: 16 and <laughs> he is okay, all oh, that, baby <laughs> That's I liked awesome. him, though. He had great stuff. He just couldn't
2: control himself. Yeah. He was a key part of that championship. People I was forget. Gonna say, he he has- doesn't
1: get
0: a lot of credit for that. that right. Because really, the rotation was Burnett, Pettit, and Sabathia.
1: Yeah, it was, man.
0: You know, and- other guess was going to be Pineda,
3: because I know he does it a lot, too, but it's probably not that high.
2: He wasn't even on that list. Corotta oh, really? was actually higher on the list than uh, Pineda was.
3: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That was Sorry, a good one, I had to go first in that one because I figured Donald <laughs> was about to
0: fucking get it. Well, I I, we all had that on a tip of our tongue.
3: <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> that was a good one, bro. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> now I like trivia for like a day. Tomorrow. Go. Until tomorrow.
2: You currently had to leave for the week because no one got yesterday's That's,
0: question,
3: right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> all
0: right. So uh, before the before the trivia question, <laughs> you made the comment about uh, Higashioka and, uh, and Sanchez Let's all just stop Sanchez is the everyday catcher Yeah, so they timed it So his off day is when Cole Pitches, that doesn't necessarily mean That he will never pitch and catch against Cole The, the whole narrative Is just getting exhausting.
3: Yeah, Higgy's the personal catcher Now of Cole But they're not going to say that Yeah, but that's that's what's happening
2: I mean, we're going to see Sanchez catch Cole at some point yeah. down the season. and
3: But it, my point is how many times have they lied to us about this bullshit
2: I mean, all year? Can we it's trust anything they say anymore?
3: Like yeah. you literally told us we're not doing personal catchers and we're at game three and fucking Cole has a personal catcher.
2: Yeah. Of all
1: the things for us offensively not to worry about is actually catcher right yeah. <laughs> actually looking okay. the better backup catchers in the game. And Sanchez has has come back, and he's you know he, he's seeing the ball better, and he's it's been he's, our best hitter so far. Yeah, I think he has been. Uh, he also looks better. It looks it looks uh it looks like he's he's been fine. So yeah, I don't have any issue with uh, with what we've got going on. I, I think he I think Hickey should be the first catcher for Cole because their, no is, their relationship. Yeah, I don't find their comfortable, is fine. Yeah, they're really comfortable. It's terrific. So i mean if that was the case then i think we'd be fine my, but those, my those...
3: issue is not the personal catcher my issue is the yankees fucking lying about it yeah it's like no we, we can't announce that we're having personal catchers because then it makes us weak or something it's like they always oh, are trying nice. to get away with something in the way that they give us information it's like why do you have to be vague on everything
1: yeah
0: well because Higgy has a low value because he works well with cole
2: and it's not like he's terrible with Sanchez either. The numbers exactly. are not that high. Like it's not like Cole has like a five ERA throwing to Sanchez. It's like a three point something, which isn't as good as uh, Higgy. And let's be
0: was. let's be honest. If we're gonna, you know, just because they're playing well doesn't mean they're against criticism. Those first two innings, Higgy looked terrible behind the plate.
2: Yeah, he had a he had a pass ball. You know,
0: you know case, and God forbid case, that, case, that was yeah. Gary behind the plate. Forget about it. It'd be a. I'd, I'd have to shut all my devices off because I wouldn't be able to look at
3: anything. I, I've stopped going on Twitter during the games, especially yeah, games. I it too. just gets so negative. And I, I, like, I hate getting accused of being negative because of the way I joke and stuff, where there's people legit on Twitter losing their fucking minds who aren't joking, and yet people can't handle me. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your 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 humor is, is hard to see the humor in it if they don't know who you are.
3: No, it's not. Just assume this guy's joking about everything.
0: Well, that's what I, I, I do. I don't, you, I, know, I don't take you I don't
1: you seriously. Well <laughs> But picking up on by your earlier points, the catcher isn't isn't really a, a topic of discussion. Clint Frazier will be will be very interesting to see how Boone uses Frazier over the next two days. Yeah. Um if he's if again he's benched, um, or again he's taken out in the seventh inning, then there's a problem, you know, because it's it's starting to become very clear that the Yankees don't trust him. Um yep. I'm not quite sure what he's done to for that to happen. I mean, he actually started the season off pretty well. He's batting 440 after uh after the first couple of games. He's had a really cold stretch to looks. Looks like he's he's lost, but he's no more lost than than. i was gonna say the whole team is lost. The lineup, uh, so they, they still don't trust him at all. I'm surprised no, they don't trust. him. It's Like they're
3: in in trying the to fix him, Donald. It's like they need him to be a perfect product to be on yeah, this team. I
1: don't. I'm surprised yeah. they don't trust him in the field because he's done nothing
3: wrong in the field.
1: Nothing at all last season. He's been he fine this season, so I no, don't He's, see he's like,
3: far better than the concerns that he had four years ago when we first got him. I mean, he. Is he a defensive liability still? Yeah, maybe sometimes, but he's still trying his best. And it's like, you're not going to get Clint Frazier's personality to go away. And it no. feels like they're trying to do that. Like just that, that, that we have Clint. That's how Clint is going to act. So if you can yeah. handle it, move him to a team that can and stop wasting everyone's time because it's embarrassing watching a guy with that much talent sit here and suffer like this when we know we can use him.
2: And it's not like anyone else is really blowing, you know, uh, blowing us away with the numbers yeah. in the lineup. We I mean, right now judge, I believe, is our top hitter at 290. Yeah, and Sanchez is not too far behind him. I think Sanchez might even have a better number, but offensively, we're struggling. Gardner's been one of our better hitters, and why was he not in center field last night instead of Talkman? You yeah.
1: oh, know, yeah, again, he got lucky there because I thought that was an error. You, you fucked that up, played center Tuchman field. Talkman sucks, he needs to go. Yeah. Why was he playing center field and not Brett Gardner? That's a great point. Uh, it, it's exactly. That was a weird move by Boone again because I think Talkman misplayed that play in center field. It hit I off agree. His I agree. I agree. Put us in a bad spot. Talkman, I've never viewed him as a center fielder. Brett Gardner is a perfect fine center fielder. It's very strange what Boone is doing with the defense. Like, if he needs to make a change defensively, it looks like he makes the wrong move. It looks like he puts them in the weakest spots. It's freaking strange. I really don't
0: understand it. Yeah, he's not highlighting the plug He's not highlighting the strengths.
1: he strengths, no. Puckman's actually a very good left fielder. And Gardner's a very yeah. solid center fielder. So it's, it's actually pretty simple. Gardner <laughs> can, can play anywhere. Cool. You could put Gardner anywhere in that
2: outfield and he's going to play well. You could put Frazier. I think Frazier is probably better off in right field, but because we have Aaron judge, yeah. we're going to put him in left. And he's a fine left fielder, but this goes back to what we said earlier. You can't expect him to get better if you're benching him every other day. So if you want Frazier to get better, we've seen him have these cold spells before. What does he do two games later? He goes three for three with a couple of rocket hits. Yeah. Because of his bat speed, he we know because of that bat speed, he's gonna get a few hits that he probably shouldn't because he hits it so hard. So what I'm do you not
1: are using it? him is actually adding the pressure to him each at bat. Don't yeah, you think yeah, sure that bat going, if I fucking screw up this at bat, I'm gonna get benched. I mean, there's no way to approach an at-bat. There's no way approaching a game because you know, you need to get in a rhythm.
3: Yeah, you can't treat baseball like that. You can't. You can't, Donald, because like you just said, you need to get in that rhythm, and they're not letting him do it, and they're not letting him do it over multiple seasons. So it's going to get into his head when we've already established that he is somewhat mentally weak. It's going to get in his head, and he's going to go, well, they just don't fucking care, so there's nothing I can do to be successful here.
1: And he's right. I don't think he's mentally weak because he actually came back. Uh, when the, the I don't organization- mean
3: mentally weak in general. I mean, he's a fragile type player like Gary Sanchez. That's what I mean when I say mentally yeah. weak. Because he used to really take criticism harshly. And he yeah. used to be very immature in the locker room. Which is two things that we've seen him improve on. So it upsets me that he's worked his ass off to yeah. greatly improve on the things that they needed him to improve on. And still, no, it's not good enough. We still don't like you. We're going to go with Brett Gardner, who we barely signed.
1: They were always going to go with Brett Gardner, though. As soon as oh, we yeah. signed him, we knew he was always going to get the majority of the yep. bats. I don't think there was any ever question of that. I'm actually glad we did because we fucking need him. But not at the expense of Clint Frazier. I think we can yeah, all that,
3: that was no, like in the offseason. You do double with with Clinton with Brett. That's, those, yeah. those should be our two outfielders for left and center. Yeah.
1: I've never been a Hicks guy. I, I like that he gets on base. I like that he draws a lot of walks. I've
0: never been a big Hicks guy. Yeah, but even replacing you know um, Hicks with Gardner in center field, you you're not even really losing anything defensively.
2: No, or or offensively, really. Yeah, Hicks right now isn't doing. It. All, the only thing Hicks offers us right now is drawing walks. Yeah. yeah, but Gardner
0: could put a, put together good at bats too. Exactly. So so it, really, there's, right not, there's, there's nothing Hicks does that Gardner can't do better, or has, has Gardner's done a lot of things better about
3: that one. Hicks is much more athletic than Gardner's ever been. His range is slightly better. He's just struggling right now. And you know what? He has injury issues, which is something Brett's never had to deal with. But I do do not think that Brett Gardner is a better baseball player than Aaron Hicks. We're just, for whatever reason, it's not clicking right now. But we saw, you know, a couple years ago – Hicks literally has the second war in the American League for center fielders behind only Mike Trapp. That's a big deal. I know people don't care about analytics, but that's a big fucking deal. And that's why they're trying to keep him in this lineup. That's exactly
1: why they're trying to keep him in this lineup. Well, they, that's why they love him. The analytics love him. Yeah, that's why they love. Him. But the, the, the eye doesn't really doesn't really blow you away with Aaron Hicks. And he's actually wasn't even that great defensively last year. His metrics were, were not as high as they were. Previously. Last year was a fucked up
3: season. The year before and the year before that, yeah. he was stupendous.
1: Yeah, he was really good no, you're right You're awesome.
0: yeah, was Just a little, little extra critical today.
3: Well, we're critical because we gave him what people consider a six-year, $60 million deal is expensive now for some fucking reason. Got it. um, so it's frustrating because we're what, two or three years into that deal, and we still don't see him, you know, performing at the level that we did when we signed him. I still think that he has the base of a very good five-tool player. I just, I can't figure out why he's not getting to that level because he's the type of player who can hit anywhere between 275, 300, 20 home runs, and 80 RBIs with 20 stolen bases. That's the type of player he is, but he's just not doing
1: it. When was the last time he hit 275-280? It was a while
3: ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, but I
1: still that was, believe... That was the he year he got the contract. Maybe, maybe he needs to go
3: on another team. Maybe the Yankees is just not a good fit for him, just like Minnesota wasn't. But I believe he has the potential there to be a good player. And I'd like to see him on a team like Colorado or San Francisco.
2: I feel like San Francisco is a good fit. I mean, he's not a bad player. We've seen him have great years for us. It's just that he was injured for a lot of those years. I mean, even last year he had a low average but a high on base. You know, he's always going to have that high on base. He's going to draw walks. His best season for us was where he hit like 260. It was 2017. Everyone had a great year that year. But, you know, I mean, it's early. There's still time for him to turn around. I just don't think he should be batting third. That's my thing. No, I think
0: he's spotting a lot. Yeah. Having a bad third did not, you know, is not working.
1: I actually quite liked what Boone did there, having Judging Sanchez. It just didn't. It's about Judging Stanton. It just didn't work. But I'm not sure about Stanton too because he strikes out far too often to be a number two batter. But no, it,
0: it, in early season lineups is when you can kind of afford, you know, quote unquote, <laughs> to make adjustments to see what clicks. Yeah, you know, like when they put Voight in the leadoff spot last year, you know. That uh, was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid, but for a couple of games, it was working. You know, it, it, everything works until it Voight's
2: does. good in the second spot. Stanton's yeah. actually good in the second spot. I think 2018, Stanton hit second for us a lot when Judge was hurt and played very well. Yeah, and The same thing yeah. in, with Miami. He was hitting second. All
3: right. Okay. Well. I don't like Judge second. Judge needs oh. to be third, fourth, or fifth.
1: No, you're also I'm seeing a bat lot bat more
0: patience at the plate fine. from Judge.
1: Yeah, Judge has looked pretty good at the plate last yeah. year. Uh, he drew some walks, some really good at bats yesterday. He's about the only guy in the first six or seven guys actually, like, got on base. So, <laughs> Yeah, you know who looks really
3: good at the plate? Whit Merrifield. He looks really good at the plate. <laughs> you know why? Because he stays healthy for every fucking game. <laughs> We're now at 315. He's played in 315 consecutive games.
1: That's crazy.
3: Judge, Judge has played in three consecutive games.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. is <laughs> two. Yeah. You're right.
3: God damn you, Rob. We need to trade him, man. <laughs> we need to trade your bobblehead, too, because he fucking annoys me. No. Oh. No, you always cover your face with the stupid bobbleheads. I know it's an improvement, but, like, shit. Man. <laughs> Oh. He's such an asshole he, he has to just keep bobbling them for me Because he knows it's giving me huge anxiety I fucking hate bobble hands. They just blah, 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 all fucking day It's so annoying Why do people like that shit It's like the goddamn wave The wave is the most annoying thing. You guys can't sit and watch a goddamn sporting event for long enough You get bored I gotta stand up and block people's fucking view We're actually trying to watch the-
1: <laughs> We all hate the wave
3: Casual fans, Fuck you We all hate the wave. Yeah. No, fuck. God damn it, Rob. No one's doing the wave with you right now. Stop it. The (laughs) bobblehead's on. Son of a bitch. (laughs) No, this is why I don't want to get my vaccine and go to the fucking baseball game because I'm going to have to get a vaccine to see people do the wave. No, I want to get a vaccine to live, not see people do the wave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all, right. Holy
3: all
0: right, well man. we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap this up. So on behalf of everybody, Yankee Chronicles.com, hope everybody's having a good night. And if you can, check us out on radioplaylive.com Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and eight p.m. Check out dociders baseball.org learn all about the baseball. And check out StatementGames.com. I actually went on yesterday, placed a couple of, had a little fun with the uh, Cubs Brewers game on the app, Placed a couple of other overs. It was a lot of fun. It was easy, and it didn't cost me anything. So check out StatementGames.com. It's a a unique uh, way to play fantasy sports. And on behalf of everybody, again, be smart, be safe. Let's go, Yankees. And fuck eggnog. It's gross
2: eggnog. I don't, like eggnog I don't even like it, but what'd it ever do to you?
3: You don't like a little rum? rum and, yes, um, I like the rum with no eggnog in
2: it. <laughs> How are you talking about eggnog for yeah. April? I have no yeah. idea. You need to get locked up. Like, that's, yeah.
1: Well, that's and all the time for you guys, guys today. Today. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Turn this off.